everyone, Kevin here for another pre-episode message. Uh, a lot of exciting developments since the last episode. We've just launched a partnership with Lavender Lane CBD Products. Lavender Lane is a family-owned farm in Michigan. They're providing a ton of great CBD products infused with uh, lavender and other natural essences. You can get uh, uh, roll-on, tinctures, uh, bundle deals, and they're only going to add more products as time goes on. You can use the code JJTimes20, all uppercase numbers at the end, to get 20% off your first order there. Let them know we sent you. It would really help us out a ton. Now, these products have a variety of uses from pain and stress relief to insomnia. CBD is a wonderful product, and we're really happy that we can help bring some savings to you guys in this very stressful time. Now, I will say that supplies are currently limited. You know, these items are going fast, so run Use that discount. Get something to hold you over during quarantine. You know, that's what I'm doing. All right, now enough chit chat. Let's get into it for our 420 special with 10th Planet Black Belt and all around ace dude, Richie Boogeyman Martinez. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a very dank episode of the Jiu Jitsu Times podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Bradley, joined as always by my co host, Kevin Gallagher. And our, so our third blue chip 10th planet guest, uh, head of 10th planet San Diego, uh, the, the, the freak show, Eddie Bravo, black belt, uh, just all around super cool guy, just super solid dude, Richie boogeyman Martinez. Oh my God. Thank you for joining us, sir. Happy 420. Happy yeah, that's the best. Uh, that's the best intro I think I've ever heard you give, Kev. Like, Dude, thank you. anyone that, deserves that, a boogie. <laughs> I, look, you got when, when we got when we got a guy with a background as eclectic as this guy's got going on with the Mickey. Like, what you got? Like eighty-seven Mickey Mouse, uh, different oh, yeah. Mickey Mouses and whatnot. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Like, I these are like some hats, some collectibles, like Valentine stuff. Some <laughs> Ultimate Warrior and collectible like Mickey and Donald, and then I have um. Yeah, it's like our spare room, so we just like it, just all like hooked up, and um, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about that for a little bit because, like, <laughs> I there's there's something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. There's there's something about me that feels a little bit odd about grown people that have that much affection, and I'm and I'm not saying this because I'm gonna get to a good part of have that affection towards uh towards Mickey Mouse and and Dizzy World, but you guys truly seem. To fucking love it, man. Like, it's like, it's not even like kitschy. It's not even like it's, you know, it's not even like it's just kind of fun. Like, you guys really dig Disney World. Like, tell me about where that came from. Like, to be honest, like, like for so me and my wife first started going, like, we, I, I mean, I've been going since I was a little kid. Like, I remember, right. like, my grandpa used to, like, like, my grandpa had, like, this van with no seats in it, but he used to, like, work at swap me. Like, he used to, like, run, like, swap me shops and shit, you know? So, one day, um, or every summer, like he would like my whole family would sit in the back, literally like straight Mexicans. It was crazy. Like picture <laughs> a bunch of Mexicans in a van. That's exactly how it looked like. <laughs> um, we we'll be sitting in the back, and then um, we would go once a year to like Disney, like my whole family. So it was like I always kind of had that memory, and then um, I remember how happy I was. Like that shit was crazy fun. And then um, when me and my wife started like um, kind of like. When we actually got married, like, we were already, oh, no, right before we got married, we, we went to Disney, and, and it just kind of, like, brought back, like, all the happy times that I used to have, like, when I was young, you know what I'm saying? And um, she loved it. It was, like, basically her first time going, and I'm like, 
like as soon as we were leaving, I'm like, we should probably get like season passes. It was like that much fun. <laughs> and then she's all like, yeah, we should. And honestly, after that, we just kind of like go every weekend. And, well, as much as we can, like, like, like we try to go every Sunday. It's her day off. It's my day off. But realistically, like the, 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 the bottom of, of the, of the story is like, when you go to Disney, it's like everybody's smiling, everybody's happy, everybody's having a good time. So like that shit's contagious as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so it's like, we go there and dude, you can't do nothing but smile and just fucking That's have awesome, fun. Dude. So it's That's like, awesome, so it's just kind of like a little getaway from like yeah. everything, you know, from yeah. work, from the gym, from everything, like anything, just go over there and just have yeah. a good time. Like we literally like put our phones in our pocket and that's it. We just have a good time, eat a bunch of junk food and just fucking ride rides, you know, like, like a lot of times we go, we're pretty stoned and we're just like eating whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just like watching people, like we're just watching characters, like it's just, it's just super yeah, it's, fun, man. You know, because I see like there's a lot of people, you know, I, you know, I, I know a lot of people that like say like, yeah, you know, I really love like Star Wars or I really love like this or I really love that. But like, you know, they kind of say it. It's just a way to say like they really dig it and they, they want people to think that maybe they have this like ravenous kind of like uh, like fan yeah. thing for it. But like it's really not like you guys truly, truly, truly like love, love Disney World. Like it's such a big part of your lives and, and you guys legitimately love it. Not in like a hey, check me out I, like Disney World, like in a real love for it. Dude, no, no, no. I, I went to the – I went to the park in Florida. I forget the world and, and land. I don't know which is which, but like when the only time I went world to Disney, Florida, Disney World was in Florida. Disney World was in Florida. The, yeah. uh, my dad took me there to run a marathon when I when I had turned yeah. eighteen, and so my only time and I was so tired afterwards that I didn't have time. I didn't feel like doing any of the rides, so I literally only went to Disney to fucking run for run. four hours and then go to sleep. And then I got on a plane the next day. <laughs> That's funny. Like they even had a they, they had a Kasai in, in Florida last year in July. Yeah. yeah, dude, that shit was such a that shit was such a blast. Like we yeah. stayed like we stayed there for like five extra days. We just fucking had a blast. Like I competed, and mm -hmm. then like five extra days, we just hung out at Disney. Like that shit was super fun, man. Yeah, I was uh, I was on the undercard for that one. That was yeah, pretty I remember, cool. That was I fun. Remember, that was awesome. That was like that's one of the coolest things I've ever done, man. I, that's, that's it's one of the things like it's cool to like say, hey, bro, like I fucking because I'm that dude. Like I enjoy to compete, but I'm not yeah, like sure, I'm sure. too old to really make it to that next level. To be honest, it's fun. Oh, I tried. Yeah, 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 we're not. We're like, not. Uh, you're you're not allowed to go <laughs> negative on no, no, this no, episode but, if no other episode. What I'm trying to say is this: is like I truly enjoy to compete. And I, it's like, cool. Like I get like, that was on your show out in San Diego and I made like 400 bucks and it gave me a free weekend to go fucking hang out in San Diego. I got a buddy of mine to teach private lessons for that buys plane tickets for me. Like I got, I, I oh, can tell oh. my grandkids, like I was on Kasai, like it's pretty damn cool. Like the, the production sure, value, sure. like it's a pretty cool goddamn thing. Like I pull that bitch up and I look at it and I'm like, damn, like, like that's me. That's some real shit. You know, I might be able to tell my grandkids that. So it's cool, man. It's, it's, it's fun for me, but like you get to do some awesome. real big time shit, man. You're all over the fucking place, mm -hmm. man. Trying, 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 man. I'm trying to get up. There. Boog, the boogeyman is hot. I feel like every time I look at a goddamn, if every time I look at an event, it's you and fucking Craig Jones. Like you guys are on everything. Oh. <laughs> like Craig Jones is on everything. Like that motherfucker sure, literally. For like sure, for sure, every for sure. every event that is put like 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 out right now, like Craig Jones is like he's on that motherfucking card somewhere. He, he's fun to watch, man. He yeah. he has a, a fun yeah. style, and I think that's what it is, man. Like people going for the kill. I think I think that's what brings people. To, to having me like Craig, like those kind of people, it's like yeah. people want to see the finish, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we always go for the finish. So yeah. I think that was what makes us fun. 
Yeah, that's... I gotta say, I gotta say, you're probably one of the, the only grapplers I watch where you'll be doing your move and you'll be doing your game plan the way it's supposed to be going, and I'll be afraid. Oh man, is this the day Boogie blows both of his knees out from yeah, Robert? Right. <laughs> like you're the only guy who he'll be where he wants to be. Like everything's going according to plan, and I'll be worried for you. You know, it's crazy. Like, like, like in two jujitsu, I wasn't this flexible. Like, you been break that, like in breakdancing, like, like I was, I was pretty flexible, but I wasn't the most flexible. You know what I'm saying? But man, once I got into jujitsu, like my flexibility like went up like a next level, man. Like, and I always tell my guys, like, I'm like, I'm like, you know, like, it, like, um, flex flexibility is almost like strength, right? Like, you have to use it for your oh, advantage, sure. but you have to, you have to earn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. People that want to get big, they want to get strong. Like you have to lift weights. If you want to get flexible, you have to stretch. And people's like, well, I'm not that flexible. It's like, well, I wasn't either. You have to earn that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that a lot of people take it for for for, for granted. They're like, they're like, I, I feel it's another tool to to be able to do my jujitsu. Like strength. Like if you're strong, like you might get stuff that a guy that's not strong might be able to get on me. You know. Same thing with flexibility. It's like if you're not flexible, you not might not be able to get the same moves that a flexible guy might get, but you have to earn it. And I feel that that's like a, a thing that people is like, well, a normal person wouldn't be able to do that. It's like, yeah, but a normal person wouldn't be able to like lift 900 pounds. No, you, you, know you work or, for it. Yeah. yeah, exactly, I, exactly. I work I work with a strength or a flexibility coach, a stretch and flexibility coach, or mobility oh, coach and flexibility coach. This guy was an old uh, karate teacher for like 40 years. And like he's like literally like my stretching guru. This guy named Charlie Trezenite. We might have him on the show eventually because he's been trying to get on no, for a no. while. He's a little bit weird, but he's my, my dog. You know what I mean? He's like, he's yeah, not, yeah. I don't want to say weird, but like like uh, eclectic, I guess you could say. But um, – Okay, oh, but I want to talk about that. No, man, but since since like since working with him – like and, and again, I've been dealing with it for like two years. I've noticed like the flexibility and the and the mobility in my hips has changed my jujitsu game. And it was something that I was like, I was like, bro, I'll never be able to do this. I'll never be able to do a split. I'll never be able to put my leg up. Like I'll never be able to play like you know rubber guard or any of these positions like that because I'll never have the flexibility for it. But when you work on it, just to piggyback off of what you said, you got to work for it though. Like I spent like an for hour, sure, sure. an hour a day, three four days a week working on opening my hips up, doing these weird crazy stretches, and going right. a little bit at a time. But it's changed my jujitsu game. But it's funny that you're even talking about that because it's like without even knowing, like I'm over here and I'm like, like I'm just sitting down, like, and I don't <laughs> yeah. even, I, yeah. I don't even, I, right. I don't even notice it. Just yeah. part of what I do is like I'm right. sitting down and I'm just literally like crossing my leg, like, and I'm like, oh man, like it, it's so funny that it just becomes so natural, you know? Do you think that has something to do with uh, with training under every Eddie Bravo because so much of the tenth planet game, well, particularly Eddie Bravo's game, is based upon his uh, ridiculous flexibility? Do you think that you forced know, you to kind of get more flexible? You know, I, I, like I said, I was already messing with like like stretching and like flexibility stuff, like when I was doing like throughout my dancing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think it just kind of like piggyback yeah. on, on on that already. But to be honest, like I feel I feel even. There's so many people that do like rubber guard and stuff like that, but they do it differently, right? Like they do it off of angles. I, like me, when I teach rubber guard, I, I never teach like be flat on your back, grab your leg, put it in front of your face. Like it's right. never that. It's always right. like create an angle so you can make it easier for right, you to right. bring that leg over the yeah, shoulder. Cool. Like that's that. impressive. How long? How long have you been a black belt for now? I've been a black belt for about five years. I, um, next February will be my sixth year. Yeah, how do you, how do you like teaching, man? You enjoy it? Is this something that's a part of you? Have have you found your jujitsu getting better? I know this is a generic question, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Have you found your jujitsu getting better? Since yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like like to to be honest, like like 
teaching might be my favorite thing in jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. More my, than competing, my more like, like, like I feel like such a passion. Like before, like, like my, I went in like different, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like platforms, right? Like first, like, like my biggest platform was like, um, um, competing, you know what I'm saying? Then, then it was like, um, and now it's teaching, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, it, it like changed, like the level changes, you know what I'm saying? But to be honest, like, like for me, like my biggest thing that I want to do right now is get my students to be at the same like competitions that I've done before, you know, what I'm saying? like to size and like, like, like the EBIs, like all that stuff. Like, that's what I want. That's like my goal. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, like for me, teaching is like the biggest thing. Like I found such a like, like art to it. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much art in being a good teacher. And I feel that that's why I love teaching jujitsu. I love teaching seminars. Like, like it's like my passion for sure. You know, especially so, in something like that. Sorry. Oh yeah. I was just going to ask, you know, uh, specifically because you're doing seminars and you're, you're in demand, you're the 10th planet family's probably pulling you in a lot of different directions. Uh, how much time do you try to quarter off for your, your actual gym in like San Diego? Like, to... like, like I'm there, I'm there Monday through Friday, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, to be honest, like, like if I, if I leave anywhere, it's going to be like, Friday night or, or Saturday morning that I leave and I get back Sunday first flight hopefully and so I can make it for Disney you know <laughs> <laughs> that's impressive man because like you've got a fucking you got he's got a big school man like he he's yeah. got bless your heart you know blessings to you Thank man you. he's got a fucking monster what do you got like eight hundred students something like that yeah yeah something like that yeah man and like yeah. and it's the the one thing that I always and again this is something that I find in most of the Tenth Planet schools I've ever been to, but particularly with you guys, I don't know if it's like a California thing or whatever, but like there is such a feeling of real, real family when you walk into a gym. And I know that every gym is going to kind of have that. You know what I'm talking about? I know that every gym there's going to be that that community involved, but there's something about Tenth Planet gyms, in particular, like your gym. When I went to your gym, like it's there's it's such a huge like family family ordeal. They're pissed there with their kids and their wives and husbands. It just feels like it's more. It's very accessible to everyone. And you know, I, I feel that that's because of Eddie. You know, what I'm saying like I feel that, that that um when he went when he went and he opened up his old school, like those people were like the only people that believed in them. You know, what I'm saying so it's like he kept those people closed. Yeah. And, uh, and those are the people that ended up opening up schools. And, and you know, he always kept that same mentality. It's like these people that are in here are helping me, like, live his dream, basically. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he's going to treat them like families. And I feel that because that of that reason, like, like, like kind of like he brought that kind of to us. But me and Gio have always been like that. You know what I'm saying? We've been like it's all about brotherhood, sisterhood, yeah. whatever. And um, we, we kind of like it's a combination of both things, I feel like. And um. You know, I, I feel that that's the reason why it feels like that. You know, I feel Eddie just wanted to keep his people's close. And then those people that opened up schools wanted to pe- keep their people close. And I think it just kept on going like that. That's cool, man. Well, go ahead. I, uh, yeah, well, I was just going to say it, it's crazy that a guy uh, like Eddie, who's found himself at the top of this really respected organization, you know, you would think he would pay a lot of like he would make sure every affiliate is a certain way or the same thing but in terms of branding i've seen 10th planet schools like change up the logo change up like the messaging change up like the curriculum even do you think that eddie purposely lets you guys be your own like he trusts you to be your own guy but still maintain the 10th planet mentality Dude, he's always been, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, he's always been that guy It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, be yourself, like, be you, you know what I'm saying? And I feel that 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 made our system grow even bigger. You know, that created 
like 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 new characters or, or, or people with new styles of of, of his jujitsu, like kind of like integrated your own style to that jujitsu. Does that make sense? So it's like me and Gio, we kind of like kept it from like 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 our crew, our breakdancing crew is called the Freak Show. We kind of kept it, which is like tense kind of freak. We just added the freak, but it was able to we were able to express ourselves, you know, like instead of like just being you, like uh, like not every other school, but there's so many schools that it's like if you're part of the school, you have to be this exact way, and he wanted everybody to be their own way. And I feel that that's kind of like his rock star mentality, you know, what I'm saying like you're part of the band, and it's like you have your you you play your own instrument, you know, what I'm saying like don't play my instrument. I play the guitar, you play the drums, but we're, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be your own character. And I feel that that mentality kind of like, he, he kind of opened up because of that mentality, I guess I would say. I would just, uh, this is making me want an alternate universe where you guys uh, are, are training at a different school. And instead of 10th Planet, it's Gracie Baja freaks. Like the, <laughs> oh the my God. 10th Planet is the same everywhere. It's like very uniform. It's you got to wear the rash card. <laughs> I am. <laughs> See, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie's an amazing guy, dude, man. Eddie really is. Like, I, 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 I always love to tell the story of Eddie Bravo because I was out there with Dan Martinez when he was in the combat worlds out in uh, in L.A. a couple yeah. years back, and um, we went to L.A. Tenth Planet to uh to to take a class and Eddie taught. And it was really fucking cool. I'm, I'm in the room, like, oh fuck, I'm totally learning from fucking Eddie Bravo. But it's you know, there was such a fucking and Eddie. Eddie has kind of a persona, you know what I mean? And it's kind of his persona that he's a smart guy. He uses that to market himself. He uses that to get his name out there. You know what I mean? And sometimes that persona would lead you to believe he kind of has this kind of like arrogant kind of like side to him. And, you know, I maybe my fault because I'm crazy. You know, fuck, I'm just no, 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 sure, like, sure. you know, I kind of went in there with that preconceived notion that he may have been you know, maybe a little, a little fucking like too big for himself, big time LA. For sure, like for that. sure, for but sure. But dude, man, when I took his class, he was like literally it was so fucking cool man like so down to earth and so fucking like real and then at the end this is this is the part that always fucking gets me fucking great like at the end we're fucking walking out of the gym and fucking Eddie Bravo mopped his own goddamn mats, man. You know what I'm talking about? We're talking about yeah. this guy owns fucking 300 fucking schools, man. Or, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Has, yeah, you know, has, cool. has a, a, a franchise or whatever piece of 300 yeah. fucking schools. And he's mopping his own fucking mats after a Monday night class with dudes that aren't just dudes that are like, oh, fuck, Eddie's seat tonight. Yeah, dudes get fucking trained with Eddie Bravo all the fucking time because he's in his fucking gym teaching all the time. I can't tell you how many gyms I go to with the big dude that just puts his fucking name on the door. You know, and, sure. you know, whatever. He's earned the right to do that. But for yeah, he's sure, just he's sure. over it. You know, Eddie Bravo just he really fucking so say whatever you want to about Eddie. That motherfucker loves, eats, breathes, lives jujitsu. You know. Like yeah. he, he says it himself. He's like, no, he's like, nobody can mop the mats like I can. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Dude. Like he's all like, he's like, they're my mats. I gotta make sure they're clean for my students, you know. And he, he's like, if anybody knows how to clean my mats, it's me. And he's yeah. like, and you know, he doesn't let you clean his mats. He's like, I want to do it, you know. Yeah. Like he's refreshed, like, refreshing to see that shit. Yeah, bro. It's it's really cool. To see yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, Even when I go over there, I'm like, give me the, give me the, give me the mop. And he's like, nah, I got it, man. And I was like, you sure? I'm like, no, I got it. He's like, I got it. And I'm like, All right, <laughs> that's I'm cool. That's cool, man. So let's let's fucking. Let's get to the fucking nuts and bolts here, man. Kev, you got anything else? 
Well, I just thought, uh, you know, cleaning mats, cleanliness, killing bacteria. There's an easy segue there into the yeah. hellscape that the world exactly. is currently in. Exactly, exactly. And I was just, you know, like with every guest we've had on, uh, even though it's not our intention, we we always end up asking like how they're doing. So, yeah, like, we, how, how, get, how are you in your shit? Right. Yeah, yeah, like how you doing, man? Like now we're gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, Tell us about your like, weekend. <laughs> I know, right? No, I'm actually doing pretty good. Um, you know, I have a fight coming up on Sunday, so that should be pretty fun. Um, I um submission underground. Submission so. underground. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, fighting yeah. up uh Austin uh Van Zandt. I'm just gonna say Van yeah, Zandt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, all yeah. love to him. He's a really cool, cool dude. By that's all one accounts, of them weird but... names. It's not really spelled the way it, like it sounds. Vanderford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's actually a really cool guy, man. Like, like, like for for me, like it's one of those matches. Like, I hate fighting the same type of style. You know, what I'm saying I love, yeah. I love, I love fighting new guys. Have to train a different way. Have to prepare differently. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like when they asked me if I wanted to fight him, I was I was about it. You know, what I'm saying like like um like I just fought Jake Shields and um it's different style, it's still kind of wrestling based, but it's yeah. definitely different style. Jake's good um, too, man. I roll with him. Oh, Jake's really good. Did really really fucking. Solid old school fucking pressure jujitsu, man. Like fucking just, you know, he's gonna push the half guard, he's gonna crank you down, he's gonna work for the mount, he's gonna look for the submission. Like really sure. fucking like relentless. Sure. You know that that I type heard. of pressure that's like he ain't ever gonna fucking get off you. Yeah. Dude, I have such a fun match yeah. with him, and you know, like, like as soon as they, as soon as all this shit started happening, um, I knew that they announced a match, a, a, a fight, and it, it already happened. But but I was like all about it. I was like, dude, can you guys put me on the card? And it was already full, so they asked me. If I would do the next one, and I was all about it, man. Like, like, like for me, like these kind of matches and these kind of style matches are fun. You know what I'm saying? And they should be fun. Like, like right. for me, like, like I don't want my, like I don't want the same style. It's like, oh man, he, it seems like he's fighting the same guy every time. It's like, no, nah, I wanna, I wanna train differently. I wanna prepare yeah. differently. Yeah. I like doing submission only. I love doing EBI rules. I love doing point matches. Yeah. I just like doing jujitsu realistically. So it's like when they asked me, I was like, let's do it. You know. Yeah. Well, it's weird about this one is Submission Underground does a lot of these, like they bill a lot of these matches as like pro MMA fighter versus jiu-jitsu guy. And, and people like look at you and they immediately think jiu-jitsu, but you're also an MMA fighter. You know, like you've been yeah. in the cage. Like a lot yeah, of these yeah. guys haven't. So, you, you know, like does that change your perspective on these 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 kinds of matchups or you know i, I had 12 mma fights you know and, 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 and i i love mma like, like i had 12 kind of, fights damn it gets a lot man yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so i had 12 fights um two losses but realistically like i love mma i'm a big fan i just never fell in love with striking like that yeah. was my biggest flaw in mma like like i love everything except getting punched you know what i'm saying so it's like or even throwing a punch like i mean Go figure, right? So I'll tell you, for all you guys out there that that don't know, I mean, there's nothing in the world worse than getting punched in the face. Like it's just, it's just so fucking counterintuitive to everything that's right in your universe to get punched in the face, and it's so hard because part of get learning to how to strike is learning how to fucking be cool with getting punched in the face (laughs) and realizing that that's just part of what the fuck happens. It's so, it's it's so fucking counterintuitive to everything you hold in your right mind. Kevin, I find it bizarre and a little alarming that you are always consistently your, your most eloquent self only when describing getting punched in the face. It's such a (laughs) thing. You're you're bringing me into that moment. I've been punched. I'm a little fucked up. I'm I'm one of the rare fuck. I'm one of the rare fuckers that like eats like hmm, something something about getting punched in the face like fucking makes my little eyeballs twinkle like patrick bateman mode just like it comes down anyway so, so, so let's yeah, talk 
let's let's talk fuck it. Let's talk real talk here. We got we had you on the show for a reason. So um you were recently you recently had some issues in San Diego with a city ordinance or or, or, or ticketing violation for teaching uh, uh, video sessions from your gym. Tell us a little bit about what happened and how that came to be and, and, and the ways you dealt with it. So it's a pretty funny story. Like, well, not necessarily funny, I guess I would say, right? But um, so, I, yeah, we were, I had a, a session with three guys, but it was a video session. Like there was like my camera guy, um, two of the guys, and then we had the desk guy that's there, like, you know, r- doing stuff for the gym or whatever, taking calls, right. you know what I'm saying, making sure that, like, we just, we, we sell shirts sometimes, stuff like right. that, so he's making sure he's running papers, doing things that right. he has to do at the gym, and um, basically, like, as I was open, we locked the doors, we have signs all over the place that says, um, um, we're not open because it's COVID-19, business, right. Right. yeah, not open for business because of COVID-19, right. stuff like that, so as soon as, like, the guys left, you know what I'm saying, I was cleaning up the mats because, I was the last one there. So I was right, whatever. The match. I, just, I have nothing else to do these days. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I cleaned up and um, I opened the, I unlocked the door and there's a van outside my gym and it's basically like, like literally just a random like old van. And they open up the doors, two guys come up in regular clothes with the mask and everything. And, um, but they had, they had badges and they're like, um, they're like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, oh, I was filming some stuff, you know what I'm saying, for my students. They're like, um, how many people are in there? I'm like, oh, just me and my, um, you know, saying um, the, the the manager for the gym. And then he's all like, well, um, we just saw two people leave right here. And I was like, yeah, those guys were helping me film, you know, saying for, for for my videos and stuff. And then like, well, we had a report. Somebody called in that you guys were actually like um, doing classes here. And I was like, <laughs> doing classes. I'm what like, fucking, what a fucking shit. And, and, and then my, my first thought, I'm like, I, nah. If, if we were having a classes, you would know. Like, we have a right. huge class. Like, this is no way. <laughs> that, like, like honestly, like, I got insulted that he thought my classes were three right. people. Yeah, I got eight like, other students. I've been to one of your classes. Like, they, 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 you were like, like 60 <laughs> feet. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but I was like, no, like, you totally have it incorrect. You know, things, whoever called you is lying. And they're like, we've been getting a lot of phone calls about you. I'm like, that's totally a lie. Like, this is the first time I hear of it. Like, like this is my gym. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm here. This is why I work. This is, I, I own this business. There is no way that there was any classes happening. Like, right. especially like me being the owner and stuff. Yeah. I'm, there is no classes. Like, trust me. Like, there's nothing happening. I mean, I, like, you can look online and stuff. We do filming. Like, we put it online for our students and the like. Yeah, well, since they call, we have to basically give you a citation. I'm like, citation? I'm like, this is crazy. They're like, they're like, yeah, we don't know how much it's going to be. This is the first time we deal with this kind of stuff. You're going to have to go to court in July. They're like, I'm not sure how they're going to want to do it. You, they might do, want you to do some time. They might want you to. What? I'm like, you're uh, Yeah, what? like, they're, they're like trying to punch no, me. And I was like, oh, and I was like, you're going time? Like, they're like they might give you t- they, they, they they might pay, make you pay a ticket or they might make you you know saying depending on the right. scenario I'm like I'm like dude I've never been in trouble I've never been arrested I've never even been right. handcuffed they, I, they like, ain't taking you to fucking jail I like, I, I would I, find it highly highly likely if they take you to fucking jail but I'm like I'm like I'm like so no matter what you say it's like you're just trying to punk me I felt I felt they were just trying to scare me for I don't right. do it again right. but I'm like I'm literally not doing nothing wrong right. like there's That's nothing not like whoever called you like literally like like 
Kevin from across the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, right. phone, hey, like, Boogie, that's a Boogie. No, but Boogie, Boogie, Boogie. <laughs> I know that we swear a lot, but you got to keep that kind of language to yourself, man. <laughs> hey, hey, that Boogie. is a slur. On, we don't tolerate hate on the JJT podcast. <laughs> but, but that, that raises a lot of questions, man, because the like I know a lot of guys, a lot of gym guys that are doing that they're teaching classes from the from the from their gym you know they're doing video classes that's the only way we can try to maintain having our students because if you if you if you're not giving them some kind you're gonna have people that are holding on to you because they love you but if you give them something any something some kind of uh content that they can say okay that justifies continuing to pay that because everybody likes you and they love you but at the end of the day you know and you know my my gym for my gym we 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 like like on our own without saying nothing like we stopped the pays like like as soon as we found out that we weren't gonna do classes we yeah. we um we stopped everybody's payments like like people are like no well, we'll, we'll people like you know some people are like well, can you guys still pay well, we said no like you know what I'm saying if there's no class if we're not providing any services like we should yeah. like we're not getting paid you know so it's like right. we kind of like was that kind of atmosphere and and so for them to like say that we're like man like. We have done everything yeah. like to follow the rules. Like like when they were literally when they're like ten people or less, we, we we literally had classes of nine people. Like you know what I'm saying? So I had different classes throughout the day of yeah. nine people. You know what right. I'm saying? And, and or like eight people because I was the ninth person. But right. you know, we we've been following the rules since day one. Like we haven't done nothing illegal. And then when yeah. as soon as they said like hey, you know what I'm saying, like you have to stay home, blah blah. So so then and and you know to 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 make it things even worse, like like when, when those three people, one of them was my wife, so it's like I live with her. So it's like, dude, like, are you guys kidding me? You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is like, it, it kind of like bugged me, like it frustrated me to be honest, because now I'm like, man, like now I don't even want to go to my gym to like clean, to, to do stuff. Right, you know you're gonna get like, what like, shit while you're gonna come give me another citation. So dude, it's and that's, that's a weird ethical question because you know you're not doing anything for profit. It's your no, goddamn no. building. You know, you've only got three or four people, even if you're in there doing a little role. And again, I don't I don't want to get involved sure. with too much of this because I don't know. I don't I don't want to turn this into like he said, he, you know, because I don't know any science. Sure, I, pretend. Sure. I watch CNN or, you know, at what, whatever news station, Fox News, so we don't get crazy. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. But like, I don't know. I see what I see on Facebook. But like, okay. it's your business. You should be able to go there and open up the door and have two, three people in there. Just film your freaking techniques, and when you get done, if you know everybody, you want to get a couple roles. As long as you're not banging it out with twenty and people, to be honest, think it's bad. To be honest, like like like, well, like I said before, it went down to like under ten, like like under ten, like we had like or when it said ten people, like we were rolling and stuff. But yeah. after that, I kind of started rolling other places. I didn't want to get any of my guys in trouble. And right. to be honest, like that's the reason why I haven't had any classes. Not yeah. gonna mean like I'll get. Yeah. You know, saying or whatever, but it's my guys. Like, I don't want them to get fined. I don't want my my students are, are the ones that are more important to me. So did you like, get any? Want... Did you get any warnings prior to that? Did you get any any anything up before that? Because they said they 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 checked or they this more more complaints or whatever. But I think I think it was the second time they got called, but it might have been BS or, or I'm not even sure. Like like yeah. they didn't warn me. Like I haven't heard anything about it. So it's like they might have somebody might have called them for the second time, and I was like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. Or my, maybe not at all. Maybe they just needed to give a ticket out or something. Like, to be honest, like, it, it's so definitely a frustrating scenario just because it's like, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? But, like, I mean, I've been getting my training otherwise, like, differently, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, but 
but it's I not mean, in my gym. Like I said, like like my biggest thing is like getting my guys in trouble. And I don't yeah, it just sucks. Trouble, it so. sucks because I know you. I know you. I know you very well, and I know the type of person that you are, the type of character that you have. And like I know one hundred percent that you're gonna do. I mean, you're gonna do whatever they tell you to do. They say, hey, sure, you're gonna attend, sure. and it sounds to me like you went down the checklist exactly as you were told to do exactly the right things, and then and, and, they came after you. And the, the the worst part of it is, is that it wasn't they didn't catch you. Because they didn't catch you. Because there was one person there. Somebody called and said there were multiple people there. They were teaching classes. They they literally said that there was classes going on. Yeah. And I was like, there's no fucking classes whatsoever. Like, this right. is the first, like literally that day, that was the first time I went in. And I was only in there for probably like an hour. And they're like, there's been classes all day. And I was like, class all day? Like, this yeah. is, I just fucking opened the door. The only person here is my manager. Right. Like, you're fucking crazy. Like, so there was one of those things that like literally they came in all like out of a van, like it kind of like freaked me out. Like I was like, who the hell is coming at me right now? You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it. Right. It yeah. You don't know what's like, going on. Right. So look yeah, at yourself. Like, like, right. All right. Everybody in the, in the San Diego area, we're, we're putting the word out. We're looking for a disgruntled, uh, blue belt that quit probably goes by Karen, uh, stalking out gyms, trying to get everybody in trouble. So like, just be on the lookout, head on a swivel. <laughs> Hey everyone, Kevin popping in one more time to remind you guys that we still have a promo code from our sponsors, No Judges Needed, a BJJ apparel company run by black belts for all belts. These guys give great deals on geese, rash guards, casual wear, hats. You can still use the code JJT at checkout, or you can follow our special link in the description down below. Get yourself 20% off your first purchase. Let them know we sent you. You'd be helping us all out. All right, now back to the... Like, you brought up that you're, you've got a competition. That's still happening. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chael is the only guy in town putting on uh, shows. Like, so, he's a gangster. Yeah, he's a gangster. He, can you tell us anything about what – have you been told any specifics about, like, what you're expected to do? Like, I know they're asking people to wear, like, full spats and rash guards. Um, do you know where it's going to be? Um, actually, I don't. I don't even have a ticket yet. They're gonna send me a ticket the day before. So it's in. Like, it's in Washington, right? Or in California? I. I oh, you don't no know. Never, never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, I have no sorry. clue. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a grain. The last one was in a grain silo <laughs> that they yeah, emptied yeah. out. <laughs> do you know? Do you know if they're gonna run any? I'm just curious how they're gonna. If, are they gonna run any kind of uh, any kind of testing or anything like that beforehand to find out if anybody's sick or any kind of any kind of I imagine they'd have to have some kind of freaking medical a hundred percent but but to be yeah. honest I have no clue like I've been like for me like I've been hanging out with the same like five people like for the last like month so it's like, like <laughs> yeah like right. I've been I've been I've been trying to like I want to be as, as for myself and for my opponent I want to be as safe as possible so I haven't really been hanging out with people I haven't nothing you know what I'm saying like 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 literally like the same like four or five people that I film with those are like my wife and like 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 two other people like those, those are the only people and they're like staying at home all day so and only hanging out with their family you know what I'm so it's like I've been really really careful about who I'm hanging out with and how are you getting I don't how are you getting your training in? How are you getting your training in? You know, I I know I I I'm only asking this in regards to to if guys will be able to be like I understand it's cool to have an event and everybody wants to have an event. For cool, sure, for like, sure, for are sure. Are guys really going to be able to get the solid quality training in required to be able to compete at a high level jiu-jitsu tournament or an MMA tournament if they start doing the UFC? You know, I, I'm I'm getting as much training as possible. There's been some carpet training, like yeah. like like literally. There's been some like 
puzzle mat training, but I've been, I've been getting some tra- that kind of training with some solid guys. So yeah. that's 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 the good thing. But it's not the same training. You can't yeah. go all out. Like you know, what I'm saying like there's right. walls. Like you're not at your gym. Like, yeah. but there's some people that are getting into the gym and they are able to train 100. percent but not everybody's training. So you might, instead of training with your 10 solid guys, you're training with your three solid guys, you know? Yeah. So that changes the aspect of everything because not everybody wants to be out there and understandable, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, there, there's some of us that are training not as hard as we should or want, but we it's, are training hard. It's a tough, man. It's such a tough fucking conversation to have because like I can remember when, it, when, it, when all this shit first went down, first of all, I had a concussion. So I was fucking already flipping out. I was my oh, fucking shit. like, you know, my paranoid level was already fucking through the roof. I was like fucking, ah, everyone well, and, die. And also real quick, right around the time this was starting, I remember all those videos of the spring breakers in Florida, oh, which man, is like your backyard. Mind. They were, co- they, they were swarming you. <laughs> I was losing my mind. I was ready to go down to the beach with like a baseball bat and just fucking start <laughs> whipping it around and taking out co-eds did, left and right. Didn't didn't they actually like open up um um Florida again? Like yeah, they just Florida. reopened the beaches. I don't I don't know. I don't I think that some of those pictures they were putting up at Jacksonville Beach were a little bit, you know, and I ain't trying to say that, but it seemed sure. I, I I didn't see any any uh dignified news source put any pictures up. From the beaches, every time I would see it, look at Jacksonville, Florida. It was always a repost from somebody else. It looked like I, I know Jacksonville. I've never seen that many people with the beach. Yeah. It looked like it was like, like Daytona or something like that. It's like, it's like the summer of like 2016. Yeah. And like look at everybody. Yeah, yeah spring break, yeah. fucking 2000. Right, exactly. Um, the what the point I was trying to make was this. I don't even remember what the fuck was I saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, shit. Uh, fuck, I don't remember. Flor- Florida, we we're, we're trying. Well, what the fuck was I saying, Kev? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was about, just you were talking about if you could get full, like full training for like people that are going to be doing right, competition right, okay. and stuff like that. So, right. So in the beginning, sorry, fuck, sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the beginning stages, I was overly concerned. Like I, I remember, and, and to, to to his credit, I saw some fit photos of like Gordon Ryan and Tom the Blast. I remember there was some shit about them doing small group group training sessions, and I I admittedly got caught up in the hoopla. Okay, now I'm not saying that this is a, a completely safe environment. We can just go back to business as usual. And again, I'm not trying to have that debate. That's just my opinion. Course, if other people want to decide to do it, I'm for them and I'm ready to just, we'll do what the fuck we got to do. I'm going to try to maintain my safety as long as possible until for we sure. figure out a better idea of what, what's going on here. The point I'm well, trying well, to make- Well, you, you are in your 50s, right? So like- <laughs> 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 fuck you, Boogie. I'm going back to- <laughs> <laughs> Boogie Kevin Gallagher super uh, fight for the next submission uh, under uh, round two. Nah, I, I, don't want, I don't want none of them. That's round two. I don't want. I don't want them again. Me and Boogie, <laughs> Boogie that a couple times, man. Um. Yeah. Anyway, the 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 point I'm trying to make is is like in the beginning stages, I was upset. I was I was like, oh, you should nobody should be training. You guys are crazy. But now that I think about it, like Gordon, you know, I love you. I'll give you the nod for this. If he's watching this or not, like we kind of went back and forth at it a little bit on Facebook. Like, you know, maybe I may have acted a little bit too harshly, but in my opinion, in those early days, we were still like, we don't know what the fuck is going on. So that was the part of me that thought it was irresponsible. I waited a little bit to find out what's going on. Okay, let's just find out. Do we have a handle on this? Is it really going to be the end of the world? And it seems to me that, yeah, it's bad. Be cautious. Pay attention. Don't go back to business as usual. But I kind of intend on getting a few really small 
quiet little sessions in. I got mats at my house. I'm going to have a couple of my Blackfoot buds coming in. Maybe hit a private lesson here and there. But fucking like, I don't know. We got to get back to life, man. Are, are, are you guys allowed to train right now? Like for no. the gyms and stuff so, like that? Again, we live in Florida, baby. This ain't fucking this ain't California, dude. There, this is this is Florida. We shoot our guns in the street and fucking, you know. <laughs> I just I just started. I'm on episode three of Tiger King right now, oh, man. Oh my god, that is Florida in a nutshell. The, but yeah, as far as like the rules and the laws and stuff like that, we're we're not. We they tried to do a curfew and everybody lost their minds. They, that lasted about two days. But like we're not like we're not allowed to train at the gyms. Our gyms are shut down. Restaurants are shut down. Bars are shut down. But it seems to me that California is taking this shit like, boom, like they they ain't messing around. No, seriously, like like I I think it got a little bit blown up, and I feel that I mean I mean it it is what it is. It's, it's a epidemic. You know what I'm saying? Like we've seen crazy shit happen like this, but we also seen crazier shit happen than this. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like. People should be safe, but at the end of the day, it's like people should be able to live their lives as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's gonna be have to be a middle ground eventually, and it's basically like you have to kind of like to each his own. You know what I'm saying? You have to find that middle ground that's gonna make you safe, but also make let you live your life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we start I think that over the next month or so. I just had it well on my last podcast. I just did earlier. I had one of my my private lessons guy. He's a big big time lawyer, real intelligent guy, and we kind of oh, talked about guy. this a little bit. And we were talking about how I think over the next month or so we're gonna start to see a gradual dial back into normalcy you know it won't be it can't be automatic because based upon the gradual rollout we can start to gauge okay cool are we still maintaining enough social distancing to where our numbers of, of cases and all this shit spike and go down you know can, it's okay cool so we made this milestone so we can roll out just a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more after that until hopefully we're cool when everything's back to no- back to normal again, but we can't stay locked down much longer. Like no, no. on <laughs> on that on that note, um, uh, I, I hate to be self indulgent, but uh, an old uh, training buddy of mine who's also an, uh, a pro wrestler on the indie scene, he's a blue belt from Buffalo, Matt Radcliffe. He posted a picture that I think basically sums up how we're all feeling right now, and I'm just gonna put it up here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, dude. Like I, I get it. It's like one, Matt, you're insane for being able to throw your foot up like that. Boogie could like, do that. Boogie could do that right oh, now. Oh yeah, no, no I'm not. Right actually, I actually, I actually tried it right now. I was like, can I do that? Oh my god! I did. I, I I tried this, and all I could do was like straight ankle lock myself, and it was didn't even look good. Like. <laughs> Oh crap, Boogie! Don't 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 injure yourself on screen. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. How's your, how's your brother doing, man? Is he doing all right? Yeah, he's doing good, man. You know, what I'm saying just we're all waiting for the shit to just end. Like like not. I mean, it's not gonna end. It's ready to just get back to real life. You know, what I'm saying like regular life. Like man, it, it's just kind of like one of those things that I feel like. I I don't know. I I I don't even know. I, it's so political that I don't even want to really get uh, into yeah, exactly. it. But it's, it's so like, that, that, but but it, it's becoming such a political thing. Like it's becoming such a like about politics right now that it's like they're trying to like see who's like basically like dicks longer. You know what I'm saying? And like right. it's like I can hold on longer. I can yeah. hold on longer. And I'm just like, I, I, yeah, exactly. I'm I mean, over. It's really I out of my head. Point, I made it a point to I don't even I, every once in a while I slip up and I'm mad at myself when yeah. I do it. You know, and I'll yeah. post some like angry, like hateful shit. And they're like, oh man, like, why am I doing that? I made, I made it a point to not, like, no matter what I believe in, I like, guess it, it yeah. makes no point to argue. 
It's not for worth sure, it. Sure. Nothing gets done. So I'm open-minded. I don't even want to start the conversation unless we can get to a point to where we can talk about it in a calm, understanding way. And part of that is understand, look at someone else's point of view and, and, and trying to look at things from their, from their side. That's, that's the crazy part. And like, I feel that there's so much separation because of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's like people that are like, we should do this normal. We shouldn't do this. We should never go back to normal. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people, dude, a lot of people are happy that they got stimulus checks. I didn't get no stimulus check. You know what I'm saying? There's certain people, but I, but, 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 I, but I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like there's certain things, you know what I'm saying? People, uh, um, um, got unemployment. Some people don't qualify for it. You know what I'm saying? Are, are, are trying to fight it. So it's like, like you know, that people need to get back to their real jobs. You know what I'm saying? People, people need to work to like live. You know, and that's where I stand. I'm like, let me ask, that? let me ask you a question about this too. Do you any of your uh, any gyms that you know over there? Do you know any of your friends in the gym industry that have gotten any kind of SBA loans or any kind of PPP loans? Any? Yeah, it's. Need, I don't no, think anybody. I don't think nobody from Test Planet has got any of yeah, that. Nobody you know, thought like, it either. It's weird, man. It's it's that's another thing that kind of upsets me. And again, not to not to shake. There are face. real quick. There's a few gyms I, down. Like I live uh, near Manahawk in like South Jersey, and uh, the gym. I know the gym. I at the last time I talked to the the gym I train at and some of the other gyms in the area, no one seems to have gotten theirs yet through the process. It's just I feel that like a lot of the anxieties that people are feeling. And a lot of the concerns they're having are very, very driven by financial issues. You know what I mean? I get it. People want to get back to their lives and start doing things. But I think a lot of that anxiety, particularly from small business people and people that haven't gotten their COVID money and things like that, comes from the idea of saying, fuck, dude, like I'm going to lose everything in my life right now. Everything I've worked my entire life to build upon to build my dream up of having my own business. And like, you know what? I'll take the fucking chance. I don't care. Like if I'm going to die, at least I'm going to die fighting for my business. That for I, sure. try to I feel like if they could just get their shit together and get this fucking money out to people that fucking need it, it ends so much of this problem that nobody's got a problem with sitting around for a couple more weeks and chilling and All getting right. through thing and making do, sure. Do, that we- do you guys, do you guys know burger lounge, burger lounge? No, no, what's no, that? No, it, it, it's like a, a chain, like burger, right. like, yeah, like a chain. Whatever, like, yeah, right, right. Yeah, Bob, no, but it's like, like that, right. Yeah, they, they, right. they're huge, you know what I'm saying? Like in California, West Coast, right. I guess. But, yeah. um, dude, they, they got a loan, and we're yeah, like, what the fuck? They're yeah, like, same huge, things happen. You know and I, I get, I, again, I get the idea. This, this, this is funny. We talked about this on the on my podcast earlier. We take the, the state of Florida as an example. So, in the state of Florida, they had like 30,000 claims, right? So, they had $250 million to give out to small businesses in this small business association fund, something like 10 businesses accounted for almost 200 million of that or 20 businesses accounted for almost 200 million of that. And the rest, the other 50 million only went to 819 small businesses out of the 30,000 that fucking applied. And they're like, Oh, we ran out of money. I was like, no shit, you ran out of fucking money. Like, who fucking planned this? You gave it to all the big businesses. Now the fucking right, small business. All right. All right. No, I'm, I, but, yeah, you're I, right. I'm I'm just, I'm saying, I think what we need to realize here is that we need to get to a system where small businesses need to select 
representatives to physically fight in an arena that way all the jiu-jitsu what, mma schools i tell you what man. that'll I'm, be it i'm motherfucking fired up about this shit give me the fucking tap whatever you <laughs> no, want I'm just, old I'm, uncle coach kev will take one for the team on this motherfucker I'm, I'm a bad bitch when i got a chip on my shoulder <laughs> you specifically i know for a fact you would take a few of the swat guys down with you that's what i know if this shit keeps on like happening for any longer, I'm gonna have to move to Orlando and open up fucking Tenth Planet Orlando. Hey, I'm down, but... dude. I'm down, bro. I'll come train with you whenever you want, <laughs> my man. We we need to get Tenth Planet. Don't tell nobody I said that, but we need to get Tenth Planet in fucking in Just Florida. because, just because it's, there's a Disney there, so that's the yeah. only way I could go over there. You know, I would come cross train. I I 100. I, <laughs> I think about this a lot. If I ever moved to like San Diego, because there was a time I was kicking that around for. Because you know my boy Gorilla, he lives out there. He's he trains yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and I thought to myself, from the last time I trained with you, I thought to myself, if I moved out to San Diego, it was a very like difficult decision for me to think if I would train at Autos or if I'd come train with you over at 10th Planet. Simply because I really yeah. have a fascination with the concepts of 10th Planet's system. You know what I mean? For sure, for and sure. I would like, and I've gotten better at it in my, in my, my, my later days of, of doing a lot of uh, sub only competitions. I've gotten a lot better at becoming more submission minded, but I still feel like it's something in my game that I could really work on more to figure out to be more submission minded in my jiu jitsu game because I play a very positional game sometimes. But I'd like you to learn how to wanna, attack more. Anyway, whatever. You you, you just want to kill me every night. That's nah, I, I, I'm I, so I, fucking I mad. I, fucking I, I came eight I seconds it. away, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. Wait, you okay. I need to I need to know more about this 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 history here because it sounds like there's some there's some me, beef. Me and Boogie competed together on a on a Sapatero down in Tampa a long oh, time okay. ago. It was funny. <laughs> I look at that match. This is really cool. I look at that match and I think of that match as the moment. When I really thought to myself, damn, dude, like, I can do this shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like, okay. I can fucking okay. hang with the big dogs. I had a match For with sure. Boogie. We had a, a, a EBI 10-minute sub-only match on a Sapatura with got Joshua Duke. We went into double overtime or triple overtime. I can't remember. Anyway. Double, I, double, 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 double. overtime. He caught me in a rear naked choke from the back position with fucking, like, you know, in, oh. in the second overtime. But, like, we fucking... We had a good match though. It was, it was a match. good match. It was a good match. Yeah. Who, but but you had a match before that, right? You had. I beat um. Oh, I never remember his goddamn name. Bacala, Josh Bacala. Yeah, yeah Josh, he's good Josh. too. I can remember Josh. as a kid because he had his black belt for the black belt. Are you kid? Sure. I can remember as like a blue belt, purple belt, watching him compete in like the local for sure. matches. Yeah. And yeah. Like, oh wow, that's Josh Bacala. You know, so, so it's cool. I, it's fun like I, that. I think this is a good time to ask this question just because uh, we got two guys that are very familiar with EBI overtime rules. I've never, I've only ever competed in the Gi one. So like, where do you guys prefer to start? Like when it gets to positions, do you, do you like being on the back or do you like going after the arm or where? I, I actually been real successful with both. You know what I'm saying? I guess it just depends who I'm going against. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it just depends. Like if if a guy's not wearing a shirt, I might go for the arm, like stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but but it really does depend. You know what I'm saying? Like, and honestly, I'll, I'll go back and forth with both. Like, say like I I take the back and I wasn't successful. Maybe I'll take the arm next round just to see if I'm you know maybe that's his weakness. So I'll just switch it up. You know what I'm saying? But to be honest, I love the concept of it. Like like I love um. I, I love arm bars. I love back control. I, I love being on somebody's back. So realistically, like if you suck at the back or, or like in, in rear naked chokes or you suck at arm bars, then 
I mean, you suck at this rule set, but that means you kind of suck at jujitsu, right? Like, yeah, so, right. if you can't, oh, you, you, you can't hear, do anything you hear for that, that Jake Shield, you suck at jujitsu. <laughs> no, I, no, I would say, no, I would say no, one no. thing. I would say one thing. In, no, uh, in I'm Jake sorry, Shield's I didn't mean that. I'll say one thing in Jake Shield's defense. 420, it's 420, it's 420. I said this when I watched Jake Shields from that position, from that armbar. I trained with you out in San Diego at your pro training, which fucking sucks. By the way, that's what it all is. I've done it twice, and every time I get high and forget how much it fucking sucks. And I'm like, I have this town on vacation. I have a cool little day. Oh, fuck, it's Boogie's pro training. Well, I told him I was going to come. <laughs> it's so fucking hard. You guys crush it. You guys train so Thank fucking you. hard. Like, that's the thing. A lot of times, 10th Planet guys kind of get the – I don't know what it is. Maybe just me. They kind of get this feeling like they're just stoners that, like, come in and fucking do fuck off and shit like that. Bro, Boogie's fucking – Boogie's pro training is one of the hardest fucking sessions I've ever been to in my entire life. And I've been through the motherfucking meat grinder, dude. You fucking Thank knock you, it brother. out. Bro. That's fucking hard work. Anyway, Thank you, the, the point I'm trying to make is we did pairing off from EBI positions. And, dude, you are so – God damn good with that fucking bicep slicer to the fucking arm bar. I was getting in, I was getting like embarrassed and angry because you literally like it was literally like okay cool fuck tap <laughs> okay cool I right, I'm gonna get out fuck him I'm like fuck tap <laughs> like you must have tapped me like fucking four times in that thirty minute fucking roll from that same fucking position dude yeah, it's amazing man. like you can't stop it because if you let the arm bend you fucking pop your bicep and if you fucking like you're just waiting for me to open up and you go right to the arm bar. Anyway, whatever. So, yeah. kudos to Jake Shields. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. He's a beast, yeah. man. He's a beast. Like, like I had a, a, I had a really fun match with him. But like I said, man, like, like overtime, like it's realistically like, like since day one, like I mean, my first like submission was like rear naked choke, right? Like I'm sure everybody's like one of the first submissions. Probably my second submission was an armbar. So it's like something that I've been training since day one. All of us have trained yeah. armbars. In arm bars escapes. All of us have trained um, rear naked chokes, rear naked choke escapes. That's why I feel that it's so good uh, um, to be in a rule set. It's like, man, this is something that you've been training since white belt. Like, right. like there is no escaping it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even at black belt, that's what I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm either escaping or, or, or attacking the back. I'm either escaping or, or, or attacking the arm bar. And it's, like I said, it's stuff that we've been doing for a long time. It's just you know what I'm saying? Maybe you don't get caught in those submissions very often. So you kind of like brush it off to the side. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, now you're doing this rule set. You got to well, think it up. I think a lot of times guys that are that high level jujitsu practitioner that, you know, that are elite level trainer, like they don't get caught in those bad positions very often because they're not training at the gym with someone that's going to take their back or get because it's not going to happen. They're too good. You follow what I'm talking about? So when it comes to a lot of these EBI situations, when you have another grappler that is as good a grappler as yourself, like it's almost a lose when you with this getting to the position. You follow? So sure. if I like if you get on someone's back during a match, like people forget that the level of advantage you have in that position, particularly someone as good as yourself, is really high. The same thing when you get to that spiderweb position. Half the half the battle for is sure, getting for there. Sure. And what these guys don't do is they don't train ebi and i think that's one of the reasons why the 10th planet guys excel so well in the ebi system is because you guys particularly train and i think the same thing with the danaher guys one of the reasons why they 
tended to do so well in EBI because they caught on to the idea that if you're going to do these EBI rules formats, you have to, you can't just say, all right, cool, it's just jujitsu. No, you have to make yourself go to those bad positions that you're going to get for into. Sure. And train for those sure. positions, sure. right? A hundred percent. But, but yeah, for me, like, like, um, is your question? Sorry, we kind of like went off to a different <laughs> stuff. That's my fault, Boogie. It ain't no, on no, you. No, I'm no, my no, bad. No, 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 It's my fault as well. But I, I, I honestly, like, I don't mind either. I like both. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I really find, like, like, like I said, I like switching it up. I never like training for the same opponent, but I never like training the same position. So whenever I get to switch it up, I will. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I go for the back, sometimes I go for the arm bar. But I love trying out new things on different people, even in competition. And I feel that, you know, sometimes it bites me in the ass. Sometimes I'm successful with it, but it makes it have. It makes me have fun, man. Like, like I, like before, man. Like, like I used to just be so hard on myself, dude. Realistically, like as cliche as this sounds, like I just want to do shit that makes me have fun and 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 finding new ways to attack or, or try new things out in competition. That shit's fun for me, man. Like, like I will not stop having fun. Sometimes, like I said, sometimes it bites me in the ass. Sometimes I lose because I'm trying something new or maybe I tried something different. But at the end of the day, dude, like, I have so much fun competing, like, and I love being a performer. You know, I love being on a big stage and just performing for my students, performing for the world, performing for 10 Planet. Like, man, that comes from my dancing. Like, man, I've always been, a, 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 I've always been, like, 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 um, you know, saying like in a big stage, you know what I'm saying? Like I've been doing that since day one. So it's like now that I get to do it in a different platform, like, dude, I'm going to do it every single time and I'm going to have fun with it. I think that's a very un, uh, underappreciated aspect of being a, a good competitor, particularly at the level of competition that you compete at. It's enjoying that stage, like like living for that moment to want to go out there and, 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 and be the man. You know what I'm talking about? It's something that like I have, a, I'm blessed with. I, I just, there's just something about me. Like I'm a motherfucking gamer. Like I love that spotlight, man. I love getting out there on the fucking stage. Like it's when it's on, it's on. Like I live for that shit, man. I'm a very sure, fierce sure. competitor, but I also, there's so much love and joy for me going out there to compete because I live for that fucking shit. For and sure, like, sure. I think young competitors could, could start to kind of like learn from it. And you don't get that overnight. You get that from fucking busting your ass and fucking like putting in the time and getting your ass kicked and not loving it. You know what I'm talking about? And learning it's fun, it's, you, it's really like. funny that both of you say that just because I've, the few times I've competed, I've done it specifically because I hate competing. Like I do it specifically because I, I hate it. I love being comfortable. I'm like an inherently lazy guy. But I'm blessed to like, tra I train at this place called the Hive Martial Arts Academy in Manahawk in New Jersey. And it's just full of real gamers. You know, like we had a few people podium at Worlds last year. Like everyone is really like cutting their teeth. Like one of our girls, Gabby, has had a few run ins with Grace Gundrum. You know, oh, like, dope, you, dope, dope. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's full of people that are trying their best every day. And I just want to, I feel compelled to honor that effort you know like not not getting super culty about it but i like also going out and repping my team you know what do you I think like about that boogie do you think that um the the uh, a surefire way to get better this is something i think about too is to to actually go out and and search out for the best possible guys to train with day in and day out in order to push your game or do you think there's ways to do it without that do you think it's necessarily a necessity to make it to that next level no, like I think it's a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to train with good guys that they kind of have the same 
the same attitude as you or the same goals, but at the same time, not everybody will, you know, and that's kind of like my gym is a middle ground. You know, think you have people that just want to do it for fun to lose weight or, 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 or just, you know, think to get out of the house. And then you have guys that want to be world champions, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, like it's something that I tell my guys all the time. It's like, you may not want to be a world champion, but the guy next to you does, you know what I'm saying? Like he might want to be a world champion. So your job is to help him become one. And while you're trying to help him reach your goals, he's going to try to help you reach your goals when it comes down to it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even if you don't want to be a world champion, train like you want to be one. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like, doesn't mean nothing. Just work a little bit harder. Like, challenge yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like, like push yourself like these other guys do. And I promise you that, that eventually, when it comes down to you reaching your goals, they're going to be the ones that are going to be pushing you to get those goals. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a two-way street, you know what I'm saying, I, at the end of the day. I trained. I I, I was – one of the things – and the, the thing that I was so impressed by with you when I went to your gym is because you have, like – you just bring so much of that in your charisma and your attitude. And when you come into your gym and there's just something about having that presence. Oh, we lose him. No, no, I'm here. Oh, you're good. <laughs> there's something about having that presence that just bleeds into your fucking students. You know what I mean? If they see you and you talk to talk and you walk the walk, like guys will follow you and you lead by example. And like, there's so, I was so impressed by that. Like, cause I'm the same way. Like I'm, I'm very laid back in my approach. Like I'm like, we come to the gym. Like when I teach classes, like I'm not a warm up guy. I like to, obviously I like to talk. You know, so I, I teach yeah. a lot. You know what I'm talking about? But like when it comes down to, and I'm laid back and all that, you can fuck off. We don't have to worry too much. When it comes down to rolling, like we're on. Like we're gonna yeah, roll yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, gonna punch sure, that clock, sure. and you're gonna go with that aggressiveness. And I'm gonna show you what it means to push yourself through that and, and realizing you know, a fucking I'm a 40 fucking three year old man, dude. It fucking sucks, bro. I got old, I got young kids, kids half my age trying to kill me all the time. But you know what? I fucking gut it up. And when I'm tired, no, I tell myself sure. I ain't gonna quit. And like things like that bleed over. And maybe the guy's not gonna be a world champion. But you're teaching them how to endure. You're setting an example. And maybe they're not a world champion on the map, but maybe at home when they're pissed off one night about like not having to go to work or something like that. They think anyone, about coach anyone, whatever. You know what I'm talking? That's just the way I feel about it. You anyone know? can like have a good day and a bad day, but like it's about okay. it's about getting uh it's about keeping yourself honest. Yeah, for, for sure, sure, for sure. For sure man. Yeah. Well, uh, this was uh, this is a great episode, but unfortunately, it's a little bit later for us than it is for you. So, uh, I just wanted to real quick one last thing. You know, with with how uncertain you know future competitions are, no one knows if there's going to be any tournaments, but there seems to be these super fights that are still able to happen. Uh, you have your upcoming match, uh, totally focused on that, but do you have any future matchups that you would love to see happen, you know, in the future? You know, 10th for Planet myself is, or for anybody? Well, I mean, like 10th Planet is set to have a pretty big show, like with even without you, Vinny's going to uh, take on sure, Craig Jones in the main event. Sure. But yeah, you as a competitor, who's Boogie itching to, to compete with? Who do I want to compete with, man? To be honest, like, like it's kind of hard to say right now. Like, it's like, I, it, you know, when somebody's on the line, like, like competing, and like you watch them and you want it, and you see them do very well, like, like, um, like those are the kind of people like you want to, like, like, you see them win, and you're like, oh, that would be a great match for me. But lately, there hasn't been nothing happening, so it's kind of like a a weird yeah. moment in weird, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's like I, I, there's nobody that's catching my eye because nobody's really competing. I don't know who's training, like. To be honest, I love having hard matches, but I love having different type of matches. Like I was saying earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like I love challenging myself, 
but new challenges. I don't, I hate having the same type of challenge over and over and over again, but realistically, like, like who knows, like it just depends, but you know, like, like, like there's a, there's a couple of, of, of fun matches out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like I know, I know, I know 10th planet was supposed to fight or compete against, um, team, um, fight sports. You know what I'm saying? Like we were supposed to do that for, for, for a tournament and it ended up getting canceled. So it's like, I feel that that would be a fun match. That would be a fun match to watch. And you know, like, like, I don't, I I don't know who was going to be my opponent, but man, like there's so much fun matches in that. Like me and Wagner are homies, but man, we're, we're waiting for the right money to get that match because he's my friend. So it's like, so, so we're waiting to see who, who puts the right money for me and me and him and do it. But like I said, like, that would be a fun match. Like, I think I was going to go against Bevin Monster in that tournament, which is a fucking beast, but he's also my friend. So it's like, yeah. I have a lot of matches that I think would be fun. Dan Martinez would be fun, but he's also my friend. So it's like, right. there's a, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, right. it's like, so it's like, like, I, like I have the only people that I see in front of me are people that, that I that I like. So it's like, man, I'm, I'm waiting for new tournaments to come around, but who knows when they're going to happen. But let man, me, like, let me ask you one more question here real quick. Cause this is cool. Yeah. This is this, I don't, I'd like to have your perspective on this. For sure. So do you, are you excited by the fact that a lot of these old, more traditional jujitsu guys are starting to see like, cause, cause there was a, a time when there was your points grapplers and there was your submission only grapplers. And there was For this sure. whole like static between the two what well, points matches are this. And you know, you guys aren't really doing jujitsu and submission only guys are the real jujitsu. I feel like that we've reached a point in that struggle to where points jujitsu guys and submission only goes grip or grappling guys are starting to see the benefits of both aspects to where now when you see a real comp- competition. Like guys are starting to realize they have to think about both sides of the spectrum in order to really complete their that game. Do you For do sure. you feel like that we've kind of turned that corner yourself and you don't have guys that are just boring points match guys that like some of the points match you guys are realizing they have to open up, they have to go for heel hooks. I think heel hooks is the perfect example of that. Do you For feel sure. like we're getting to that point? Yeah, I think I, I think people are being a little bit more open minded. You know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel people that are that are they used to just do only gi or you're starting to do no gi stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think that's making things a little bit funner, a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it makes it more interesting because now you have two clashes of different styles going at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, like even like, like the tournament, like Asai, you know what I'm saying? Like, like they're doing like points tournaments, like, like, like kind of like IBJ Dev style with heel hooks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of switches the things. They're like, oh shit. Like I like that format. Fun. I like I like his side the way they do the round robin and they give the points where you kind of get you if That's you finish crazy. that point mission you get an, you know and then the, the moment the most points. I like that format. It's cool. For I sure. like that way they do it. But there's so many different platforms nowadays. You know what I'm saying? You have like Jits Kings out there, you know what I'm saying? Like like they're fun too. You know what I'm saying? I had a blast doing their tournament. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like like there's tournaments like 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 of course um, combat jujitsu and EBI, like that's my favorite hands down because it's like it's submission only, no rest needed unless you go to overtime. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that kind of ma- caters to what I've known to do all my life, which is submit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you gotta submit, you gotta submit, you gotta submit. So that's been a little bit funner for me, but you know, like like I've also done tournaments like 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 metamorphs. You know what I'm saying? Like when they still had it. You know what I'm saying? Which is like. 20 minutes, if nobody wins, then it's a draw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, that was a brutal, I, those, are fucking, those are some brutal matches, man. Some of the matches are rough. I, I remember yeah. the uh, Metamorphs 3, like, I think, I forget who Dean Lister was fighting. It wasn't Cornelius. I, I don't think he was fighting Keenan, but they were, they were, they, they were both standing up for like, 
two he minutes. He got Kevin then, Casey, I think, because yeah, because uh, yeah. like there was a super. He was supposed to go get somebody else, and, and some the guy dropped out. And, and I, I had just I had just more. seen the episode of Bully Beatdown that he was on, so it was like I was starstruck that entire <laughs> match. I was just like, holy shit, he's there! The Jack guy from the TV is in front of me now. <laughs> and then he just he he planted his butt on the ground. He just like fell down. He's just like. And then everyone was freaking out. Now, by then, I still didn't even know what jujitsu really was. So I'm like, why That's did he sit on the ground? It just seems like a bad idea to sit on the ground. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I actually went, like, I actually fought him, like, metamorphs against Kevin Casey. So that's kind of funny. Oh, you did? That's cool. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, dude, yeah. I'm sorry. Was that, I, I still think of um, the match when Eddie Bravo uh, beat Hoyer. Beat Hoyer. That was metamorphs. He won that match. He should have. Yeah, if, if it was, I would 100%. If they fucking, if there was a way to score that, judges, no way anyone could say yeah, that Eddie 100%. Bravo didn't win that match. Yeah, I think in my mind, when I was watching that, I remember thinking to myself to a certain point, I think Eddie was really like, man, like this guy will not tap and I don't want to ruin his life and completely rip his leg off. When he had it, him in that it, it vaporizer, was, it was fucking It was fucking brutal. crazy. He could have literally, like, he could have ripped that fucking thing off like a, like a, like a turkey leg if he wanted to. Ah, man. But you know, you, like, like literally, I've, I've done every, every format, every type of tournament, like, 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 ever. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, I have fun with that shit. Like, we'll see, we'll see what comes out of this. But man, like, realistically, like, I don't feel like I'm going to be doing many, like, tournaments but i am definitely going to be doing a lot of super fights and like like i i feel that i'm having a lot more fun doing super fights than, than tournaments these days you know what i'm saying so especially getting older you know what i'm saying like it's kind of harder on you to be doing these like tournaments so it's like so 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 you know what i'm saying so it's like super fights it's like i feel the perfect scenario for me right now at this time oh, so definitely do super fights yeah i don't do so tournaments anymore nah, fuck so that shit i'm some super fight guy yeah yeah, like like super fights are gonna be coming, and I'm excited to to see when this all blows over. I'm excited to do a lot more super fights coming up, and of course the Mission Underground, like um, will be this Sunday. But I'm definitely ready for the next one already. Like and then the falling one, and when things get better, I'm ready for the super fights. I, I'm just having fun with it, like I said. So I'm super excited to see what happens and um, cool, man. To see what 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 other type of you know, maybe like more MMA fighters or, or that I'll be fighting, like that'll be fun, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe like legend jujitsu guys or or up and coming guys. Like man, I like oh. I said, man, I love You're it. You're fucking all. hot right now, kid. Ride that fucking buzz, man. I take all the matches you got. I enjoy I love every time I see you get a big match, bro. I'm fucking stoked about <laughs> Thank it. You, brother. Go I ride appreciate that you, shit, man. man. And on that, we end this uh four twenty edition of the Jiu Jitsu Times podcast. Oh yeah, no, that's we, you. You gotta get be ambidextrous. I'll get, I'll get with it with you. I'll get with you. I'm kind of confused. Get, like, like, you know yeah, you get paid backwards. You get it. You get it. That's the right way. Yeah. Like, like, like you can see it from my shirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's it is. I've gotten. I've had to get used to doing this and like yeah. this. Right, and yeah. Yeah. Thing, that's the problem. All right. Oh, one thing real quick before you oh, guys go. Yeah. Freaksjujitsu.com. Check us out. Yeah, no oh, doubt. Definitely. Fuck yeah, check bro. Out, go check out Boogie. Check out our, our friend Boogie at all of his uh, social medias and links to follow uh, what he does next in this quarantine 
Tenth Planet, love it. I don't have any tattoos. I should probably get some. You have I'm to. Part, o- part I'm of the deal. only. I'm part one of, of the deal. only guys I know that doesn't have like a full body suit. Like, you even just get like a little dolphin on your ankle or something. You yeah, gotta, like, you gotta like have, Chris, you gotta have a. Chris, you get purple, that my you teacher a, that a we've had, there. Chris, that with the te- uh, one of my uh, teachers that we've had on the show a few times, he got a, a tattoo as part of an art project in college. Like he was just like, I got some free real estate on my thighs. There's a <laughs> robot there, another robot on there. I'm gonna say it's an art project. Or I, I forget. That's pretty gangster. No, Chris, Chris Noonan is a gangster. If you're ever in Manahawkin, come by the Hive, man. Like it's he's got like comedy albums playing during rolling. It's crazy. Oh, that's so like, cool. It's that's crazy. cool, man. That's comedy cool. albums and Biggie. Those are the two things. <laughs> Ride or die. All right. Thank you all for joining us. We are going to get some sleep, but again, stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, stay inside, and be nice to each other. Yeah. Yep. Have a good night. Freaks don't sleep. (laughs) Freaks don't sleep. (laughs) Ah, Freaks don't sleep.